Welcome to episode 46 of On the Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On the Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Do you host a conference or convention and want your attendees to feel that your event was incredibly valuable because of all the connections they made? I work with associations and companies to design events that increase engagement and create a welcoming culture for all attendees, especially your first-time attendees. Do you know someone who might be interested? I would welcome an introduction. Thank you in advance. On the Schmooze is proud to be a headliner on the business podcast hub, C-Suite Radio, which is part of the C-Suite Network, a network of a half million C-level executives. Now, on to this week's show. Welcome back to On the Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Scott Stratton. This week, you're hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. Today's podcast features excerpts from my soon-to-be-released book, Croissants vs. Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking at Conferences. The unusual title will make a lot more sense by the end of this episode. I encourage you to download the transcript of today's tips so you can easily reference them or share them. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 46. And while you're there, you can also download 8 Steps for Successful Networking. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast, you are clearly prioritizing networking and creating relationships that work for you in your career or business. That said, you probably also have some anxiety around doing all of this. For many, the idea of meeting strangers ranks somewhere around the thrill of going to the dentist, and they would rather just skip all of this fuss and put their head down and do the work. You may have felt this desire to avoid networking events altogether, but you've come to accept that they are necessary. You've been told that networking was important, that meeting people was critical for your success, that your business would grow if you made the right kinds of connections. Your experience has left you feeling exhausted just thinking about going back out to yet another networking event. I host this podcast and I'm launching a book this summer to help you stop wasting time networking and be more strategic, effective, and inclusive while building great relationships. Networking can take place anywhere. Networking isn't something that only happens at specific kinds of events. You can make a connection when you least expect it at the Starbucks and the conference hotel or while waiting at the DMV. When you're at an event that you don't consider a networking event, such as an author event or professional development training. Conferences in particular offer many opportunities to network, including meeting recognized experts in your field and strengthening your professional network. My book will help you be prepared to take advantage of these big and small networking moments. Why did I focus the book on conferences in particular? Learning opportunities are everywhere you look these days. 
blogs, podcasts, webinars, YouTube, and just by scrolling through Twitter. You might be wondering then why anyone would spend considerable time and money attending a conference. It's true, content is everywhere, but none of the virtual options can match the benefits of an in-person event. First and foremost, attending conferences is an investment in yourself. If you're serious about getting ahead in your career and making a great connection in your field, then invest in yourself by attending a conference. Yes, you'll be taking precious time away from work and home, and sometimes the cost to attend will come out of your pocket. That's why you'll want to make a big return on your investment. Networking is a major benefit of attending conferences, one that can produce incredible dividends for your career or business. Meet the people whose work inspires you. Meet your competition. Meet people to be in a mastermind group with or to join your personal board of directors. This is what's possible if you attend a conference. Most people are not natural networkers and going to large events will likely be outside your comfort zone. You're probably listening to this episode because you're already sold on the importance of networking at conferences, but you haven't always felt like you make the most of these opportunities. You may even be thinking it's a waste of your time and you'd be more productive staying home instead of leaving the office for a few days to attend a conference. Does this sound familiar? Year after year, you attend myriad events, conferences, and conventions. You collect dozens of business cards at each of these events. You bring them back to the office with good intentions to do follow-up. You place them next to your keyboard, and later in the week, you, you move them, adding them to the pile you already have in the back corner of your desk. In a few months, you decide it's time for spring cleaning, and you move all of these business cards that are sort of scattered across your desk, and you neatly stack them and place them into a drawer. A year later, you, you find them in this drawer, but you don't remember where they are from or what follow-up you had done or planned to do, so you recycle them, and, and then you head right back out to another event and start the cycle all over again. There is a difference between collecting business cards and building relationships, but don't give up on conferences, though. In an age where information is found with one click and we count likes as engagement, Conferences hold the promise of meaningful in-person connection with like-minded colleagues. Only through thoughtful and strategic planning will this promise become a reality. I believe what sets my book apart from other books about networking is the focus on being inclusive when building relationships. If you want to be truly effective, you'll need to be inclusive when networking. In practice, being inclusive means being thoughtful about the questions we ask, being aware of how our body language makes us easier or harder to approach, and overall having a host mentality. So what does this all have to do with bagels and croissants? All right, I'm I'm getting to that. Quite a bit of the conference actually takes place outside of breakout sessions, so you'll need to know how to navigate the vibrant chaos of the hallway and crowded receptions. I've been leading sessions on networking for nearly a decade, And what I'm about to share is by far my most memorable takeaway, and thus the title of my book. It's about body language and what you can do to help make the conference a more welcoming and inclusive space. Let's say that on the first day of the conference, there is a 30-minute block on the schedule for networking. You gamely head into the hallway, grab a cup of coffee, and begin to circle the space looking for an opening for your first conversation. You're not having a lot of success, though, because... You're surrounded by people in those tight networking circles. I call these shoulder-to-shoulder huddles bagels, and they are nearly impossible to break into. 
If you're like most people, you'll be looking for an easy opening. Not seeing one, you might circle the room and then just head to your next breakout session early, which means you're missing out on all the other possible connections happening in the hallway between sessions. If it feels too early to go to the next breakout session, you might be drawn to the person standing by themselves against the wall. If this is your first time at this conference, I wouldn't suggest talking to wallflowers. Even if that's a great conversation, the ending is going to be very awkward. Because neither of you knows other people at the events, you can't make introductions. Your best bet is to engage with folks in those bagels. Now, on the other hand, if you've attended this event a few times, you should go talk to the wallflowers because regulars know other people in the room. Going over to talk to a wallflower can be a great way to welcome them and help them engage in the space. Now, imagine you're one of the people standing in a typical networking bagel. If you took a small step back with one foot and turned your torso just slightly, you'd create an opening that would make it easier for someone to join your group. That is the croissant we're looking for. Why would you want to be easy to approach? You're at this conference to meet people, right? Or else you could have stayed home and just purchased an online course to learn the same material. Since you've established that you're at the conference to meet people, make sure you're easy to approach. What I'm suggesting is that you stand with your feet shoulder-width apart, one leg back a bit with your weight on the back leg, turn your torso slightly towards whichever foot is in back. Now you're approachable and can easily invite anyone passing by to join in the conversation. This simple physical act is one of the best ways to navigate an event and create a welcoming community space. I've found that only a small percentage of attendees need to be practicing this and the effect will begin to be felt by everyone. They'll leave wondering why that event felt so friendly and welcoming. But let's say you're approaching a bagel and no one in the circle seems to have a clue that you're there and trying to join the conversation. What do you do? My suggestion is you try to get the attention of just one of the people in the group. If you're an outgoing extrovert, you might be inclined to take over a conversation or talk to the whole group, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. You don't actually have to start by breaking into these tight networking huddles. When you first get to the networking space, Look around the room, check how everyone is standing, and see if you can spot someone with a more open stance. Just focus on one of the people in that circle, and as the group conversation continues, begin a side conversation with them. And of course, use your own body language to welcome others into your new conversation. If you're in one of those tight networking circles and you see someone hovering nearby, turn, create a nice space for them. If someone approaches your croissant and seems kind of hesitant, wave them in. When there's a pause in the conversation, let the newcomer know what you're talking about. Bob was just telling us about his trip to Alaska. This allows the newcomer to listen politely and then ask relevant questions. So what exactly is that stance again? Your weight is on your back leg, which is turned slightly either towards 2 o'clock or 10 o'clock. This is not a wide or overly exaggerated stance, just a subtle shift in your body language that will have a profound impact on how people approach you. Share this tip with your colleagues. So. You can remind each other to stop bageling. It's a sticky concept, kind of like croissants and jam. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to this solo episode of On The Schmooze. Is networking an important but your least favorite part of your job? My coaching clients felt the same way. Through a combination of technical tips, accountability, and a bit of inspiration, I help leaders stop wasting time networking and start building great relationships. If that's what you're looking for, I would love to chat. I'm actually launching a beta version 
of a group program. So if you're interested, email me, Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com, and we can set up a time to see if it's a good fit for you. That's Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, at R-O-B-B-I-E-S-A-M-U-E-L-S.com. As a busy solopreneur and a work-at-home parent with a toddler, I am juggling a lot of responsibilities. That's why I use Contactually, a robust CRM that's perfect for managing my professional network. I use it to help me manage my most important relationships and the ones I hope will become significant. As an affiliate for Contactually, they're offering my listeners a free trial. Let me know if you sign up for the free trial and I'll get you set up for success. Visit contactually.com slash invite slash schmooze for more details. That's contactually, C-O-N-T-A-C-T-U-A-L-L-Y dot com slash invite slash schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. For your convenience, I'll add the link to the show notes at ontheschmooze.com. Look for episode 46. And I would love it if listeners who got a lot out of this episode decided to join my launch team. The book's going to be coming out in just about a month or two. And I would love to have you be part of this and get an advanced copy. The book, again, is called Croissants Versus Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking at Conferences. I would uh, encourage you to email me. Again, that's Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. If you want an easy way to save the tips from this episode, just download the transcripts. So you can easily print it or save it to your files. To get started, visit the show notes at ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 46. If you want to discover other business podcasts, check out C-Suite Radio at c-suiteradio.com. That's c-s-u-i-t-e-r-a-d-i-o.com, where you'll find On the Schmooze in good company with other C-Suite Radio headliners. And I want to sincerely thank all of you who've already subscribed and left a rating review in iTunes. I'm coming up on 50 episodes, which is amazing. And I wouldn't have done it without all the support from my listeners. So thank you for the encouragement. By subscribing and leaving a rating review in iTunes, you've been helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. If you haven't yet, please do go to itunes.ontheschmooze.com where you can subscribe and leave an honest rating review. That's Again, that's itunes.ontheschmooze.com. Thank you in advance, and I look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built a strong professional network on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.